COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. We're on the road with Mickey. We're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go. We're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi, everyone. I'm Sophie. He's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hello, and today we've got a guest speaker on, and I'm very excited. Yeah, our friend Zach. Say hi, Zach. Hey, everybody. So today we are on the road with Mickey, and this is episode 16 for April 20th, 2020. And our feature topic today is my favorite rides and why. Um, but of course, before we get started, we've always got cheddar from the big cheese. And um, and I'll start us off. And um, the first thing I want to remind everyone is starting May 1st, we've got a really cool giveaway that we've got. It's going to start. It's called the On the Road with Mickey giveaway. And we are giving away a Darth Vader Sensi Warmer with the wax and a $25 Disney gift card. And the contest runs from May 1st through the 31st with the winner announced on June 1st. And Zach, just uh, FYI for you, everyone is eligible to win, um, to enter to win, except for Cindy, my wife, Cindy, um, Sophie, or myself. So even though you're a guest on our podcast today, you can still enter to win. And it might make a cool gift for um, your mom or someone like that or whoever you know that's a big Darth Vader fan because it's a really cool sensey. Um, sensi well, except idea. for me. You can't give it to me. Okay. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I was that, like, I knew he was going to do that. He was going to try. Well, he's got to win first, but that won't start until exactly. May 1st. So, um, so hopefully everyone will get excited and... Um, and it'll be a great gift for someone to win. Um, but anyway, that movement, um, that's our contest starts on May 1st. And, um, Sophie, I've got a piece of, um, cheddar for you that I think you're really going to dig. And, um, yep, I'm reading it right now and I really want to go find it. Yeah. Um, basically Disney released the recipe for making dull whips at home. 
And it's you know what else? It's a very simple recipe, Sophie, and it's only like three items, I think. Really? Well, you know what else they released? What did they release? They released the recipe for their churros as well. Yeah. Zach, do you like the churros or the Dole Whip? I've tried them once. Which, what's your thought on the Dole Whip? I actually haven't had a chance to try the Dole Whip yet, but they both sound delicious. Oh, okay. the Dole Whip is my favorite thing. It's pineapple ice cream, basically. Oh. Yeah. What do you think of the churros? I liked the churros the one time I had them, which was actually the past trip we went. Okay. Ooh. The, um, Heads up, the, Zach. The Disneyland churros are better than the Disney World. Yeah. I don't doubt that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That That's a big thing. Um, next up on our cheddar, I'm going to read this one, Sophie, then I'll let you take over for the next things. Um, for Disney Plus, Disney Plus has surpassed 50 million subscribers, paid subscribers, in less than six months. Isn't and that I, insane? It is kind of insane, but given the circumstances, I'm not all that surprised. Yeah, me neither. And speaking of the circumstances, not all good news is not all news is good news. So sadly, thankfully, this isn't Disney, but this is Universal Orlando. They are extending their closure until at least May 31st. Yeah, and it's that's not the an same thing for Disney, but Disney is still closed indefinitely, to my knowledge. Yes, they are. But the interesting thing about Disney is they show last week they showed park hours starting May third. What? Um, they did, and now they are off though, but they show park hours starting May tenth, and it's getting real close because our trip is supposed to be on May eleventh. So, oh goodness, please, please. So please. we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And, <sighs> You know, fingers crossed and all that. But, yep. um, because but, uh, it's know, been a little bit over a month now, I think. It's been a month. In fact, March 17th, one month from today, because we're recording on Friday, April 17th. So, one month ago from today is when we would have been flying home from our Disney trip. Oh, so. Zach, mm-hmm. in case anyone else has remembered Zach from episode three because I interviewed him on my own for that episode. Zach, you went at the right time. Yes, he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. A routed time, but a good time. Yeah. You still went. You still went. <laughs> it's okay, Soph. Hmm. It's okay. You'll get your chance, don't worry. Yep. All right, so what's next on our cheddar, Sophie? We've got more cheddar this week than I think we've had in a long time. Yes. Well, even though Disney is still technically closed indefinitely, that does not mean that, well, we have no dates for the next upcoming thing. The Disney Pixar movie Soul, which was intended to be released on June 19th, has been shifted to November 20th. Yeah, so they bumped it down a little bit, and I mentioned that only because Sophie was excited because that's her birthday. But um, but you know what? It'll be okay. It'll still be okay. And the last bit of cheddar I learned today, and I actually shared it on our On the Road with Mickey group, um, 
and that is that the Disney Bedtime Hotline. For those of you that have little kids that love Mickey, Minnie, um, Donald, Daisy, or Goofy, um, you will love this. You can call um, 877-7-MICKEY, and you'll hear one of five special messages from one of the five, uh, the big five there, um, that you can play at bedtime for your kids to really get uh, a dose of Disney in there right at bedtime. Um, or if you don't have kids, you can call yourself just so that you can get a quick little pick me up, you know? Um, mm. It's all about the Disney fix. And so that is back, and it's only through April 30th. Okay. Looks like I've got something to be doing. Yeah, Thank but you. don't be, it's a good thing it's a toll free number. Otherwise, we'd be like, totally in trouble but yep. um, anyway so that is all the cheddar i've got sophie do you have anything else you want to add no i do not okay zach anything that you've been hearing about from with regards to disney or any sort of news in that regard um the only thing i can think of is for anyone who grew up in the 90s the gargoyles cartoon is back on disney plus okay i don't oh. i don't know it but i might get sophie to show me an episode once or twice maybe um, i don't know if i'll like it but that's okay well keep um, in mind i was born in the 2000s daddy true so i don't know much about it either yeah i'm like end of the 90s so uh-huh. yeah okay so that leads us to our feature topic which is my favorite rides and why and um when we first thought of this we were thinking it would be a top five list or maybe a top 10 list or something like that. And, um, and we're opening it up to any parks. So my list, um, is a top 21 list, which, you know, it will have to be shaved down a little bit, but, um, other than that, yeah, just a little, and all of those 21 top rides are all from, um, are all from Walt Disney world. Um, and I broke it down by theme park. But um, but you know what? I'm going to go last. So why don't you guys start it off and flip a coin or something and someone speak up first. Whoever wants to go first with what your top ride is at. And tell us why and what park it's at. Well, Zach, since you're our guest speaker, why don't you and I kind of take turns going through our list? I was going to say ladies first, but that works too. Yeah, so you go first. Okay. Well, my oh, my <laughs> top ride, which I rode my past trip this past Christmas at Universal in Florida, is Hagrid's ride. It's the, uh, it's the newer ride. The thing the I like new- about it is its speed and the sitting style for the bike. So when you get on, it's a moving conveyor, but like it is for the Hogwarts ride. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask you do, you, do you want to sit in the bike cart or the bike itself? If you sit in the bike, it's like you're sitting on the actual motorcycle, hands out in front on the handlebar. The ride doesn't start out slow. If you've ever been on the revolt in at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, yep, just definitely like have. You, you leave the entrance zone and it shoots off. The whole ride Ooh. is fast. Momentum changes like you're accelerating, you're hitting the brake on a bike. And my favorite part is there's this one part where you're climbing up a steep slope. It stops because the ride where it's supposed to continue is cut off. 
you hear the mechanism unlock and it shoots you backwards into another lock. Like oh. you're at um Expedition going. Everest. That's what kind I of, was yeah. thinking. A little bit like Expedition, yeah. And then you're sitting there and you can hear I don't remember the giant loser's name, that's an atrocity on my end. The giant spider. What was his name? Oh. Aragog. Thank yeah. you. And Thank you, you hear him say goodbye, friend of Hagrid, and then it drops you. <laughs> oh boy! I I found that to be so much fun. You know what? Um, <laughs> one of the cool things about the Hagrid um, motorcycle ride is that it is the longest roller coaster in Florida, really? as far as time goes and distance, I would imagine too. But um, but it is the longest ride in Florida. So, a little bit wow. of tidbit of knowledge there. Um, so, Sophie, that, that's a very good start. Thank you, Zach. So, Sophie, what is your favorite ride and why? Well, I'm not going in any specific order here because there are too many rides for me to choose. Uh-huh. But Zach had mentioned the Verbolton in Bush Gardens when he was talking about Hagrid's ride, and I actually have a very funny story about that ride, and that's why it's one of my favorites. Okay. It's, well, it's not funny for me. At least it wasn't back then, but... <laughs> okay. I, think I know the story. <laughs> yes, you definitely know the story. Okay, so... I was at Bush Gardens with my friend Riley. We had decided to go on a day trip, and I left at, like, 5 in the morning with my phone and me being a little bit of an idiot. No. Yes, I was, Daddy. Yes, I was. They told me to put it in my purse and leave it at the ride, but I, for some reason, I just did not trust anyone not to go through my purse and take my phone, so I kept it in my pocket. Nice ears, by the way. Thank you. I thought you would appreciate those. So I kept my phone in my pocket, And I loved the Bolton, but when I got off, my phone was not in my pocket. Well, they found it, and then a few days later, I got it back, and the screen was shattered. Oh, God. Oh, it was so cool, Zach, because I sent for it um, just to see, you know, and it was an old 5C, so it wasn't a high-end phone by any stretch but um but that screen was incredible and i was actually able to change the screen and it it worked halfway decent for a little while for sophie so oh yeah um, it worked fine so it was kind of cool to be able to do that but you know i wouldn't i don't blame you sophie because i wouldn't have thought that it would have flown out of a pocket either so it's not like you were holding it to record it or something you know so yeah so it surprised me that it did that. I thought you were going to be talking about the ride that... Um... Oh, Tempesto? <laughs> yeah, oh, the right. one... It's the Banshee that Zach got. I named her <laughs> Katria. That's nice. We're, we're turning on cameras. For those that can't see us, you're, we're turning on cameras. <laughs> but um, yep. My favorite anyway. purchase. Anyway, so moving on, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite rides. And... Um, like I said at the beginning, these are all Disney related. And um, 
And I would say my top ride is over Animal Kingdom, and everyone knows it's Avatar Flight of Passage. And just because of the feeling, um, it's a nice long ride, um, and it feels like you really are just flying on the back of a banshee, just like in the movie. So it's just really cool. So it's one of my favorite rides. Um, And that's interesting because... um, before that, I would, I would have said that it would have been one of the roller coasters somewhere, but it's that good of a ride that I that I really enjoy it. So, I agree with you, and I remember we were watching this show on Disney Plus called The Imagineering Story, mm-hmm. and I remember how it talked about the animatronic that you can find in the Navi River Journey, and I still cannot get over how realistic that animatronic is yeah exactly. you're talking about the song mother right yes yeah on oh. navi river journey is the, the yes it's the, it's the you know like a small world but you know in avatar, avatar. <laughs> which i really like that ride too um but if i have my tr- my druthers i'll do flight of passage over it because it's a more popular ride so it's harder to get a fast pass for that's um, true all right, so back to you, Zach. What's your next favorite ride? As a big Star Wars fan, the fact that they brought Galaxy's Edge and it was open when I was there, I was excited as soon as we got to the park. Uh-huh. So we went from the standard park to Toy Story Land, rode the rides there, and then Galaxy's Edge. If oh. you haven't been yet and you're a huge Star Wars fan, it will take your breath away as soon as you hit the door. And but when you were there... It was just Smuggler's Run that was open, correct? No, Rise of the Resistance was open. And that's the one oh, okay. I'm about to talk about. Okay, so go for it. The thing about the Rise of the Resistance is it's a neat blend of 3D animation, 2D animation, and animatronic systems. Okay. The way the ride starts out is you start out in a room talking about a briefing. And there's this part of the park that's closed off to the public, but it's a fake little transport. You're... You're told to run to the door of the transport. They go over the mission detail, and, the, and you're put in the transport. It's a still ride that shakes and moves about because your transport gets attacked by the First Order. Okay. The door you enter stays behind. The door that's on the other side of the room opens, and you're now inside a First Order Star Destroyer. Okay. There's a giant 3D animation of just First Order Stormtroopers standing in formation. You're told to enter the room and then told to enter to the right. The cast members probably have the best time of their life doing this. Dead serious first order officers just telling you where to move, what color you are, and if you make a stupid comment, they make a they make a totally snarky reply, and I loved it. <laughs> like my brother, I don't remember what he said, but he says about a color. This first order stormtrooper is walking by, stops, looks at my brother, shakes their head, and keeps walking. We all lost it. <laughs> and so the way the ride goes is. You're sitting down. It's kind of like the Transformers ride at Universal. Yeah. That type of car. But yeah. for whoever's been on the Tower of Terror, if you're like drops, which I don't, you'll love this. There's a part where you're, quote unquote, escaping. And you sit still and you see all these boxes on the screen dropping. And then your car lurches like it's dropping. Oh, um, wow. That whole ride was so much fun. It was breathtaking. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sophie and I haven't experienced that yet, so it's not on my I list. Love it. 
Um, it's on my list. Well, it's on your list. <laughs> my list of things to do. Okay. All right. But what's on your list for favorite rides, Sophie? Well, since we're talking Disney, I'm I'm gonna say the only Disney thing that made it into my top five from my top ten. And that would be Spaceship Earth, just because I love it so much, and I'm still upset that it is not gonna be the same. Wait, they're yeah. changing it? Well, they're closing oh, yeah. it. They were closing oh. it. Supposedly, it was going to be closed effective May 26th. Um, and it's and it's going to be closed um, for like a couple years while they prepare for for the 40th anniversary of Epcot, which is in 2022. So it's going to be a long-term closure and they're redoing it. It's still going to be a, I think the same sort of ride as what we were used to, but they're supposedly bringing more light effects in. So it's not Mm -hmm. as dark of a ride. Um, and I don't know what all is going to be changed other than that, but, um, but Sophie and I were excited about being able to ride it before it closes, and hopefully we'll still be able to. I or they know. could just go ahead and start renovations now that Disney World's closed. Yeah, but they've they've had to stop work on things like that because of the the same thing about social distancing and all that. So True. so things are kind of at a standstill as far as I can tell. Sophie but, very much wants her Disney fix. Oh yeah. yeah. So does you know dad. me so well. <laughs> oh, so do I. <laughs> but why do you think when I found out you were going to Epcot during your trip, I texted you in all caps, RIDE SPACESHIP EARTH! The moment you, you texted me, we were already in line for Spaceship Earth. Okay, so you did ride it. Good. So Good. I've, I love that ride. I do. Last time I rode it, it kept breaking down and stopping in the middle of the ride and... So it was kind of a disappointment. So I was hoping that this time, if we're able to ride it, that we get a full experience, you know. That was but, Maybe they'll fix that. Yeah. But anyway, so for me, um, I would say probably I'm going to go over to the Magic Kingdom and talk about Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, it's kind of a toss-up between Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad as Ooh. for which of those two is at my top of the list. And um, since Big Thunder Mountain has been there longer, I would say that that would probably be my favorite because it's it's really cool and it is just a great roller coaster and everyone that's ridden it knows that. But Seven Dwarfs is really cool too because of the singing and the dwarfs and Snow White and the, the Evil Witch and... Um, and all that so it's just in the house and everything like that it's just really cool and um one of the things i like is how disney has incorporated the videos into the ride so that if you're riding it you'll get a um and you do if you do memory maker you'll be able to get a video that shows you coming around one of the curves on seven dwarfs mine train um and it's part of a video that that they create automatically. So it's kind of cool. Um, so I would say Big Thunder Mountain and Seven Dwarfs are kind of like number 2A and 2B as far as my list of ones that I really like at the Magic Kingdom. Mm. So 
So, um, Zach, what's up for your next on the list? I was gonna do. I was gonna say Flight of Passage, but you summed it up perfectly. So I'm gonna have to go with my next choice. I have to go with the Rock and Roller Coaster, Adam. Yeah. I'll let you two talk about that. (laughs) Sophie does not like the. I remember you texting me that you do not like that one. You would rather go on a Tower of Terror. Terror. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'll meet you. I'll meet you back at the entrance. Okay. (laughs) No, Zach and I'll go do single rider line, and we'll be done with the Rock and Roller Coaster five times before she gets through Tower of Terror once. And it will be worth it. Funny fact, I've only rode um, Rock and Roller Coaster twice, actually. I was original. Originally, I was scared of the ride. I, I couldn't do roller coasters. I didn't like them. Yeah. But my dad tricked me one time. Nice. Way to go, dad. <laughs> we bought the disability pass because I don't like long lines. That's how I end up sucking myself out. And we get on the ride. I'm too busy focusing on the detail to notice too late. I'm not just in the car. I'm in the front part of the car. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. But my favorite part about that is if you grew up on Aerosmith, it is the ride to go. Oh, through. yeah. Yeah. With all the music. Oh, my it's God. Incredible. And, you know, the funny thing is, is um, mm-hmm. Rock and Roller Coaster is actually um, what we call the sister roller coaster to what used to be California Screaming over at California Adventure Park in Disneyland. Um, now, of course, it's what is it, Sophie? The Incredicoaster, based off The Incredibles. Yeah, The Incredicoaster, but I respectfully disagree with that statement. The Incredicoaster is definitely more for me. Yeah, but anyway, the um, California Screaming is just like—I mean, it's not just like it's an outdoor roller coaster. It's and there got are no corkscrews. There's no corkscrews, but it's got a loop-de-loop, but it's longer. It's about, it feels like it's twice as long as Rock and Roller Coaster. But um, but they both have that same start where you start from a dead stop and you just take off. Um, and, sure. and that's, that. when you said that was like that for Hagrid, that reminded me of Rock and Roller Coaster with that same sort of start. But you know something? This is a ride that, there is a ride at Bush Gardens that I absolutely do not like at all. And oh, Riley I, is the I one who convinced this. me to go on it. So we were in the line. We had just gotten into the car. And she said, don't worry, Sophie. This is like the rock and roller coaster. And I went to her and I said, I, I hate, hate the rock, rock and roller, roller coaster. <laughs> and she which, went, which ride was this? Tempesto. Okay, never mind. If it was the ride on my list, I was about to like laugh. Okay. Yeah, and then she was like, oh, oh, wait, no, 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 it's not it's not like that at all. I promise, I promise. <laughs> I feel um, bad for you now because I've seen the Tempesto. Needless to say, oh, I got so off funny. that ride and I was ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so Riley was here hugging me, apologizing over and over again. <laughs> And my mom or her mom got a picture of us, and I swear it is the cutest photo of us to date. Yes, it is. But I absolutely hate that ride. <laughs> so, so don't suggest that Sophie rides Tempesto, and or don't suggest she ride Rock and Roller Coaster, which, by the way, was on my list as well. 
Zach, okay. I think we have we have good taste together on that. So, so I will not mention it in my list. But Sophie, what do you got on your list? Well, since we're back to Bush Gardens, I remember okay. Zach saying that he would have listed the Griffin. So I'm That's not on going my list. to. So I'm not going to say that. So that he may say that I'm going to say the Roman Rapids at Bush oh. Gardens. Because it's like Kali River Rapids, and I love Kali River Rapids, but Roman Rapids is in one of my favorite eras and favorite ancient civilizations. So Roman Rapids, it, Roman Rapids, it is. Um, yes, Zach and I are huge history nerds. In case you didn't know. Oh, yeah, one of the things that's that I like about um, Roman Rapids is not that ride itself. But it takes me down to when, um, Sophie, when your grand, when your Nana and Poppy, my grandma and grandpa, would, took Robin and I, your Aunt Robin and myself, and we went to Bush Gardens in Tampa. And I don't remember the name of the ride, but it's the same ride mechanism. You know, it's the big raft, um, yeah. like Roman Rapids. And it was at Bush Gardens. And I'll never forget, my grandma kept wanting so, uh, Robin and I to wear ponchos when we're on this ride so we wouldn't get so wet. And we were like, Grandma, we are not doing it. We're not going to do it. And in the end, she gave up trying. But um, but what was funny about that was, I don't know if it was that same exact moment or not, but one time when we were riding it, we got stuck. Um, some, when we were on the on the ramp to get off, something happened and it stopped like halfway up the ramp and um and it, we waited there like 15 minutes to the point that when it started back up they sent everyone back through again so we went on the ride twice and we got twice as wet <laughs> it was <laughs> so cool the congo river rapids is that the one in tampa yep yeah, that's what i'm tampa. seeing Okay, thanks for looking it up, Sophie. Um, it's not on my list, but um, but I Is remember that, like that memory. Or the Stanley Falls Bloom. Congo. That's okay. the one that I saw in Tampa. Yeah. All right. So, um, for me, you know, after that little tangent, I'm going to switch up gears a little bit, and I'm going to talk about um, what I think is an exclusive Disney ride, um, and maybe I'm wrong. So correct me if I am, but um, I'm going to go with Kilimanjaro Safaris because over at Animal Kingdom. And I really like it simply because it's a safari and you get to see um, the savanna. And there's so many cool animals on the savanna. You know, you've got the giraffes and you got the lions and you've got um, so many other ones. The flamingos they'll show and everything like that. But what I really like about it is how cool it is from being able to just see all that and get great pictures and just understand that um, Animal Kingdom Park is not just a, a theme park. It's also a, a working um, a working zoo that that they use for conservation to try and save some of these animals that are having trouble. So so for me, Kilimanjaro Safaris is the best of both worlds. I agree. That is a very amazing experience to go on. And you're right. It is explicitly Disney. So I've, I've never heard of anything like it well, at any other park. So 
actually. Maybe, maybe at the San Diego Zoo or something like that. I was about to say the San Diego <laughs> Zoo. But I don't know. I haven't been to the San Diego Zoo, so I don't know for certain. I but, have, but last I checked, there weren't any, like, there weren't any rides Jeep like rides. That. There weren't yeah. any rides, like okay. Jeeps. All right. So I'm going to stick with that one. Zach, so, any, anything else you would like to add? I don't really have anything to add. So you were going to talk about Griffin. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, what's next um, on your list? It actually is the Griffin. Okay. So why is it on your list? Tell me about it. I, I haven't ridden it, I don't think. Oh, okay. So, like I said before, me and Sophie had one thing in common until the last time we went to Bush Gardens was I didn't like Loopy Loops. So I tolerated riding Loch Ness Monster every time. But uh-huh. I love Loch Ness Monster. This was this is a little fun fact for any hockey fan. The same day we went to Bush Gardens was the same day the Hurricanes and the Capitals were playing Game Seven. That was mm. a stressful ride home. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> so tell us about the Griffin. Yeah. Um, Get back to the Griffin. I don't want to hear about <laughs> the Caps and the Canes. <laughs> yeah, okay. that is a war in my house. I went to, um, <laughs> I rode the ride with my father, my brother, my sister, and my sister's boyfriend. Not sure he was there, but okay. Um, my, I sat in the second car with my dad. First time I ever rode that ride. Uh-huh. I had seen it a thousand times over, but I had never felt the adrenaline rush before when you get to the first drop, it doesn't continue. It stops and locks you in spot for, I think it's like two minutes. So you're sitting there, your feet are dangling over the side. The person on the front of the car is screaming their lungs out, ready to go. And then they let you go. You go under a bridge that links France to the Griffin. Okay. And it's a set of loop-de-loops, but there is a ride like it at Busch Gardens Tampa. I don't know its name. But, but there's a part where, in this, the way the ride slows itself down, is it's partially in water. So oh. as you're flying back towards the main part of the, the main building where they host the entrance, you'll let out water fumes from the, side of the, from the side of the car. It was so fun. It was. All right. That day was hot, though. Oh, my God. Which is probably why the water was so... It felt awesome. so good. Oh my god. Yeah, no doubt that would make the water feel better. Oh um, Absolutely. You know, there's a there's a ride over at Universal. I'm sorry, Sophie. I'm not I'm not no, skipping it for a minute, but go um, on. This reminds me a little bit of it. Not not entirely, but um, I, I'm not a fan of this ride, but I have ridden it, and um, and it is the Rip Ride Rocket, and um. And it is insane because you climb straight up like 90 degrees from the ground. Um, and if you ever want to see a hysterical video about the Rip Ride Rocket, go on to YouTube and look for, um, was it Kevin Hart and Jimmy Fallon? Sophie oh, my riding? God. Yes, and, it was. Oh, it was so hysterically funny. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. And they wrote it twice back to back. And Kevin Hart does not like roller coasters. It is so funny. Oh, Especially man, so because funny. he's so short. Yeah. So anyway, so but that that ride is 
intense and I, I can't handle it. Not at this age anymore. I used to love um, those sorts of things like that, but right now that's not on my list. So Rip Ride Rocket will not be one that I do. So, well, speaking of Universal Studios, I have got, one so? from there and Jagan, which is my friend in California who lives almost right by Universal Studios, LA. For yeah, for Hollywood. Yep. She hates this ride. Oh, boy. But you like it. Oh, yes, I like it. And it's called The Mummy. Oh. Or at least it's okay. about The Mummy. Yeah. And I really, really like it. I just like it a lot. It's dark. It's ancient themed because, mm-hmm. like I said last time, and it involves curses. Yep. So, of course, I like it. But it's a roller coaster, and Jagan does not like roller coasters. And it's also at um, Universal Orlando, too, Sophie. It is? I haven't yep. read I yep. sadly did not get to ride the one in Orlando. I only got to ride the one in California because I've been to the one in California more. You know, speaking of Universal Orlando, just for a moment, one of my favorite rides when we went, we only had one day. Zach and we didn't get there till like almost noon and they closed at like five or six o'clock. So we had very little time. So it felt like we didn't ride hardly anything, but we got a lot in for what we, for the time we had. But one of the things that I really liked was the ET ride. I thought that was so cool. Oh, ET. It was so cool. And, um, that was neat. And that was, you know, that was also the day, that we all rode um, the the race to New York starring Jimmy Fallon. So um, that's another fun one, which mm-hmm. which I is probably my favorite. Um, but anyway, so back to Disney World, Walt Disney World. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, and I'm gonna talk um, just a little bit about some of my favorites at the Magic Kingdom, and I'm grouping these all together because it's impossible for me to actually get a number um you know like a ranking on them but um when it comes to the magic kingdom haunted mansion it's a small world peter pan's flight and pirates of the caribbean are right up there on the top of my list for just about anything having to do with um with the magic kingdom and um i don't think many people like it's a small world just because of the song but i love the song and i love peter pan's flight because it's like you're um suspended over the city of london and i like pirates of course because it's pirates and if you have ever been if you haven't been go to um one of the not so scary halloween parties and ride pirates because then they have live actors um, throughout the ride and also in the queue so it's a lot of fun that way and um, and lastly the haunted mansion same thing at the not so scary halloween party they have um, i don't remember who it is but it's one of the ghosts i think and um and she's out on the on the lawn before oh madam get... rosie yeah and she and she sings and she talks and someone else is there with her and it's just a lot of fun but um, during a not so scary Halloween party, it's even better, it seems. Yeah, so. it is. Well, she's only there during the not so scary Halloween right, party. Right. And I but remember she, she actually talks. Yeah, and she talks to the guests too. Yeah. 
exactly. She talked to us. Um, she talked to Sheila and she talked to you, I think. Yes, she did. So. And I told her that her clock was broken. Ah. <laughs> well, I was the white rabbit. I, ha- I have a thing for yeah. clocks. That's right. So, um, so anyway, those four are on my list and there's no order as to which one is my favorite, but since I have so many on my list, I have to kind of crunch it down a bit. So I'll group all of them together. So, all right, Zach, do you have another on your list? I do remember one from, it wasn't this past trip. It was the trip before that when it was super warm and it was me, my brother, my mom, my sister, and my grandma Shell, which is my mom's mother. And we went on the Popeye water ride. Oh, where was this at? At Universal? Yeah, it's in Florida. Uh-huh. And we get on the ride. I'm sitting next to my brother. My mom, my sister, and my grandmother are sitting on the other end of the car. I don't remember if my dad and my grandfather were with us or not, but we're going through it, and there's no way you get out of this ride without getting absolutely drenched. If you do, that's just God saying stay dry. And we drop down the slope, and there's this waterfall, and me and my brother knew we were going to get soaked. And me and him end up getting a bag full of water. We're sitting there, just the shock from the cold of the water. My grandmother, my mom, and my sister are laughing. We're not paying attention, but as we're going by, we're spinning. And a waterfall comes along and just hits all three of them over the head. Me and my brother lost it. Like, how someone's laughing now is how they're laughing at us. The water hits them, the laughing turns to screaming. My brother and I sit there like, this is cold. Turns into dead on laughing. Like, absolutely hysterical laughing. And my grandma goes, this is karma, isn't it? I said, yes, it is. It's beautiful. We're sitting there, as all of us just sitting there, absolutely drenched. The sun's already drying our shirts. The big drop comes, and me and my brother just ate it entirely. Oh my goodness! So after I'm Riley and I, drenched. after Riley and I read the Roman Rapids at Bush Gardens that time, oh, we ended up sitting down on the pavement, Smart. like just trying to get the sun to dry us off we stand up and there are puddles where we were sitting oh yeah five minutes later those puddles are completely gone yep oh yeah because it was hot williamsburg is hot yeah yeah and it was great oh yeah all right well that's a good story thank you zach so sophie what's next on your list well, this is the final item of my top five, and I just had to include it because I don't think it would have been recognized otherwise. But I really, really, really enjoy the State Fair. Oh, yeah. You know well, what? You're probably right. I probably wouldn't have recognized the State Fair. Um, but you're right. They, it's a great, it's a great um, thing to do. And it's in October every year, and hopefully it'll be in October this year. Um, I don't know any reason why it wouldn't, but um, but who knows with what's going on. And and it gets a ton of crowds, so that could probably be one of the reasons why they might consider not having it. But, um, but yeah, the State Fair is awesome. So do you yeah. have a favorite ride at the State Fair, or do you just like them all? I just like them all. 
and I would name a ride. But the thing about the state fair is those kinds of rides are rides with very forgettable names. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So it's hard to remember them. Um, yes. Okay. Well, but I, I do I remember how that. I found all of the rides that I did last year when I rode them. And basically, it was thanks to the Skyway that was over the State Fair. So that would be the ride that I would have to recognize because yeah. on that ride, you have a view of everything. And it was cool. I was nervous when we first rode it. But by the time we came back, I was totally okay. It felt like I was going to fall off, but um, but coming back, I was totally comfortable. So, so that's a good memory, Sophie. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to close this up. I'm going to give one more, um, and I don't know how I'm going to pick just one um, because I haven't even touched any. I haven't even touched any at Epcot, um, but maybe I'll group these together. So over at the Magic Kingdom, I love the TTA and I love the Carousel of Progress. Um, I also love the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros over at Epcot. Ooh. And yeah. Sophie already mentioned how much she likes Spaceship Earth and I'm right there with her. Um, I like Star Tours because I was the Rebel Spy the first time I wrote it, which was hysterical. That my picture was up on the board and Darth Vader was calling me a spy. Um, and I like Toy Story Mania because I get to shrink down to the size of a kid and, and play carnival games. But um, You get to shrink down smaller than that, Daddy. You're the yeah, size of a toy. Exactly. But um, I can't really, and I, and I like Sorn. You know, I didn't used to like Sorn. But now it's one of my favorites. And Soaring Around the World, to me, is better than Soaring Around California. But to each their own, you know, some people like California better. It was a close poll we had um, some time back. Anyway, so there's just so many to choose from. And I think that's the whole point of this is that no matter how many rides you have, there's always one more that you can try. And it might supplant something from your list. You know, so so that's the fun thing about it. But um, but thanks, Zach, for joining us um, on our feature topic. It's been fun having you on and you're welcome to stay on as we cover the last three things in our show for today, which is this day in Disney history for April 20th, as well as the Disney who's who character that. I'll be talking about, and we close it up with our Walt Disney quote. So, um, so, but thank you, Zach, for joining us. I really appreciate you coming on on short notice. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Sophie, what do you have for this day in Disney history for April 20th? Well, today I'm actually going a little bit away from the from the website where I usually get my Disney history, but don't worry, I will connect it to this day. Let me tell you a story about Toy Story. Okay. Specifically, Toy Story 2. Okay. So, back in the day, Disney and Pixar, they had a deal with each other that Pixar would make seven different works of art that we know them as today. Three of them would be to theaters and four of them would be straight to DVD sequels. Mm -hmm. 
well, at least one of them would be, and that one of those is Toy Story 2. Well, obviously, it did come out in theaters because Pixar couldn't just let it. It was too good to go just to DVD. But the thing about Toy Story 2 is it was almost lost entirely. So back in those days, they all worked off of a, of the same network. And someone accidentally deleted a file in that network that contained oh, no. all the other files for the movie. And they didn't realize it until it was too late. Well, there was this woman. I don't remember her name, but she worked for Disney and she was working on Toy Story and as they were sitting there in that conference room thinking, what do we do? We don't have enough time to remake the film. It's going to go into theaters like on this date in a few weeks or a month or so. And then this woman was just sitting there thinking and she realized she had been gone on maternity leave. And she had the entire movie on her computer at home. So they went to her home, unplugged the computer, made sure everything was safe. They wrapped it up in blankets and they brought it in her truck or her car to the Disney studios. And Toy Story 2 was saved along with Pixar's future. And the reason they couldn't postpone the date so that they could work on it to begin with was because they were working on A Bug's Life back then. Okay. Because this is in the 90s. So, Toy Story 2 is saved. And then a few months later, on April 17th... Wait, no, not 17th. April 20th, 1999, A Bug's Life was released to VHS. Okay. Wow. Well, that's a cool story, Sophie. And it just goes to show that you need to make sure you have your backups in place. Yes, you and really I really need to make sure you have your backups in place. I really wanted to share that story with you guys, and this was my way of doing it. Okay. Well, thank you, Sophie. So that takes us to our Disney Who's Who character. And um, this character is also a Pixar character. Um, and he's not from Toy Story, but he is from Monsters Inc., and his name is is Mike Wazowski. And Mike always dreamed of being a scarer. His hero was the great scarer, Frank McKay. And he made it to scare school, as we know, in Monsters University. But he didn't have what it took to be a scarer. But he became um, a great motivator for his friend, Sully. And Sully became... The new Frank McKay, as far as scare schools go. Um, So, um, but now that they've learned that laughter is more powerful than scares, Mike is the top laugh collector at Monsters, Inc. And here's a bit of did you know. Zach, Sophie always knows all the did you know. Okay. I'll try to be quiet. She seems to always know it. Whenever I ask something, she knows the answer. But, Zach, did you know that in the original pitch for Monsters, Inc., Mike did not appear in the movie? I actually didn't know that. Really? 
Yeah, I didn't know that, actually. I did I not know that either. I knew the original pitch for Toy Story was going to be a little bit darker, but I'm glad they didn't stick to that. Yeah. And after they added him into the movie, in an early animation test, Mike had no arms and would have picked things up with his feet. Hmm. Hmm. And lastly, Mike was named by legendary Muppet performer Frank Oz. Do you know who Frank wow. Oz is? You I all recognize know. the name. I don't remember who he played. Frank Oz was um, the voice for Fozzie Bear and some others. And I think um, even um, Kermit upon occasion and um, Gonzo, I think. But um, but oh, Frank I, Oz. Oh, I remember him now. He played Yoda. And he was Yoda. Yep, he was Yoda in the Star Wars series. Um, so Frank Oz has got the voice, and he he's um, all throughout all of these sorts of of types of things. But he is the I one who came up with the name. Muppets. Yeah, he's the one who came up with the name Mike Wazowski. Um. But that's who my who's who character is for this week. And lastly, I'm going to um, end us with a Walt Disney quote that I think is relevant relating to money and the economy, especially with all of the issues that we've got going on with the economy. Um, And I don't know when this quote was um, when he said this, but Walt Disney said, and I quote, I am not an economist. But things are not as bad as they seem. I have a great deal of confidence in our future. And just like Walt Disney had a great deal of confidence in the future um, when he was alive, I have a great deal of confidence in the future um, for this day and age. So um, so that's just where I wanted to leave it. But, um, but guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Zach, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, and I appreciated all that you gave to us today in the show. And um, Sophie, as always, thanks for co-hosting with me. Of course. All right. So that wraps us up. I'm just going to say that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook, and you can reach Mike for travel needs at Mike at PixieVacations.com or on Facebook at at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. Thanks, guys, for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Have a good one.